to another episode of Real Talk About Feminism. We have a little spooky ooky episode for you guys today. It's almost Halloween and we celebrated last night. Mm-hmm. So we are definitely feeling the Halloween vibes, but we are excited to bring you guys the spooky episode. Yes, we are just going to be reading some spooky stories from Reddit, um, but we wanted to do a little Halloween episode just because it's the holidays. It's the vibes. Yeah. This Halloween and this spooky season, I have been feeling it more Same. than any other. Same. Like every other year, I'm like, I don't like Halloween. I don't like Halloween. But now I'm like, hold on. I have a black cat. I do tarot. This is my yeah, season. You need to embrace this. And it's freaking Scorpio season. Yes. It is your season. It's, Wait, when does Scorpio season start? I don't know. I think it started a few days ago, though. Okay. Or like a week at this point. Yeah. But um yeah, so that's I'm so funny it. because it was our ops director's birthday today. She's a huge Swifty, so my boss made her a Taylor Swift cake and we had friendship bracelets. It was so fun. <gasps> no, we but, that's cute. Yeah, you know how it was so foggy this morning? Mm-hmm. So she walked in and we like caught her in her office and she was like, It's such a Scorpio morning for me. And I was like, It is Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Um but after you left, it kept getting foggier and foggier, and we were, like, literally in a cloud. It's so crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, I also feel – I'm feeling the spooky vibes this season, too. Um, we – I think it's because, like, I'm making it my own. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. And I feel like we have been trying to, like, make the apartment spooky season. Like, we've had some decorations, and we've um, – I, you, you bought them. We all wanted it. And I, and I set them up, but yeah. So these little, I don't know if you guys can see if it's too far away, but we have our little spooky season set up and I got those cute pink pumpkins from Hobby Lobby. This candle looks so perfect and witchy, right? It's like perfectly melted. Yeah. So I, that's a brand new candle. I started melting it like an hour before we got here. And then I came in to, like, check the progress. Probably shouldn't have left it unattended. Um, but I came in to check the progress, and it was perfect. So I blew it out. I was like, no, we have to save it's it. so perfect. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads us into our obsessions, because both our obsessions are spooky season slash fall based. I am literally obsessed with Noah Khan right now. And I have my little rotating set list of mm-hmm. my favorite songs that I've heard so far but today I was driving home and it was foggy and I was listening to other songs and I was like I'm adding this this is so good that's good and I just love his music I can't wait for him to come to Denver same yeah I really like him I discovered him a few weeks ago and I've just been really loving him and so he's also one of my obsessions but not my main one what's your main one my main one is Scream Queens Would you say that's, like, scary? No. Okay. It's not scary. But it's, like, gory. It's a little gory. I've seen a lot worse. Okay. Well. (laughs) I don't think it's that bad. Well, it's not scary, but it's gory. Yeah. And so, anyways, I think it's spooky season vibes. It's also, like, Halloween. It is, definitely. Yeah. Um, But I am on, I'm almost done with the second season, which is the last season. But it is so good. I binge watched the first season on like a weekend where I was sick all all weekend. 
And so I just finished it in one weekend and I've been like slowly trying to finish the second season over the last like two weeks because the episodes are kind of long. They are long. I will say. I think it's because we watched it on Hulu and we don't have premium. Yeah. So the ads easily add 10 minutes. Well, and the episodes are like over an hour anyways. Really? Yeah. I thought they were 45. I think they're an hour. Yeah. Mm. I could be wrong, but it's just such a good show. So if anyone's seen it. There's so many iconic people. Yeah. And even though I'm not very far into it, there's so many things that I've heard from TikTok. Yeah. Like, that was all on TikTok. That's so funny. Yeah. Chanel Louine was so iconic. I know. I lost it. I know. I was like waiting um, for you to get to that part because it's so funny. It's just so out of pocket and unbelievable. <laughs> but I love her. <laughs> when she was at the door and she like knocked and then the girl like fell to her knees and was like, I was just like, this is so ridiculous. It's so out of pocket. It's so funny, though. Yeah, so that's my obsession. And honestly, the second season is even better, in my opinion. Okay, so, I need to catch up. Yeah, it's just so funny. And I was telling you this earlier, but it's, like, a little bit newer. Not that the first season is, like, old, but it is, it is. I think they made the second season a few years later. And so, I don't know. Like, it just, it's just good. It's a good show. I love Emma Roberts, too. Yeah, she's so good in it. I love it. She's so good. And we're watching American Horror Story right now. So, like, she's also in that. So, I'm, like, really getting my dose of Emma Roberts. And I'm loving it. Because she's a good actress. She's so good. And she's, like, a spooky season queen. Yeah. So. She's so iconic. Yeah. Well, is there anything else going on? Um. (laughs) I did have a traumatic event today. (laughs) We have to talk about this. Um, you guys, I literally got stuck in an elevator between floors and I had to be rescued. And I kid you not, like, there was like 12 firefighters and they had like hard hats on with flashlights. It's a big deal. They came to rescue me. And it was just so awkward because I was like, okay, so I am coming back up from doing my laundry and it's just, you know, it's early. It's before 8 a.m. So I was just like tired, just doing my thing, trying to do my laundry. And then all of a sudden it, the elevator just like jolts and then stops. And it like kind of pushed me back into the wall a little bit. Cause like, I just like lost my balance. And then it was like, this elevator is out of service. Exactly That's like that. Scary. And I literally immediately, I was like, no, 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 no. And I start pushing the, the call button. But freaking the alarm, it's just a little bell sound. Yeah, I've hit it on accident. Yeah, I'm like, so it doesn't alert the authorities and I'm supposed to call on my own. <laughs> you had a call on your own? Mm-hmm. Who'd you call, 911? Well, so I pushed, so I pushed the little ringer, you know, it rings and I'm just like, <sighs> I was like pushing it. And then there's a second button. So I pushed that and then someone, or it said, it was like an automated thing. And it was like, um, if you're stuck please call this number and it was so it told you yeah and it was the fire department but I was so proud of myself because it was very hard to hear because it was so quiet so I'm like up against it and then it was like if you're stuck please call 720 and it said the next three numbers and I didn't have my phone out yet but I remembered the full phone number nice and I called I was like hey I kind of did good there (laughs) but yeah so then I literally just had to wait there and someone ended up somehow connecting to the elevator and was talking to me hmm. and it was like a 911 person 
And so they were, like, staying on the phone with me until the firefighters got there. But all of a sudden, like, I just hear, like, how many are in there? And I was like, what was that? Because I, like, couldn't hear. And the guy on the thing is talking to me. They're talking to me. And I was just like, oh, just just one, just me. And so they were like, all right, we're going to shut the power off so we can um, open the doors. And I was like, you're going to turn the lights off? <laughs> like, I literally was like, I'm terrified. And they didn't shut the lights off. They just turned the elevator power off. When I was also terrified that I was going to free fall, of course, when yeah. I'm, like, sitting there paranoid in my thoughts <laughs> alone. I was kind of dramatic because it was, like, minute one, and I, like, sat down on the ground. I was like, okay. You gave up. <laughs> and then I sat up. I was like, okay, come on. Or I stood up. But yeah, it was scary. And I'll post a video on the story. But I made it. That was fine. Yeah, that happens a lot with our elevators. I swear everybody has a story of getting stuck. Yeah. I never. Mm-hmm. Well, but like half the building has. I came in and it was like such a scary thing, right? So um, our roommate, she was like out making breakfast. And I was like, girl, I literally just got stuck and had to get rescued. And she was like, oh, did I tell you that last week I almost got stuck? It stopped and it didn't open. And then it just went up to the next floor and opened. And I was like, what is going on? And even the firefighters, like, they were like, what's the address? And I said, like, just the first part. And they were like, oh, the the lofts. Yeah. They were like, oh, this one. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Like, they come all the time. Yeah. So sucks though I know and then I had to keep going down the elevator it's so scary I was like I'm forced to like do exposure therapy right now it's so scary but yeah well that's your personal spooky season yeah I know when I texted Ken's earlier because like I've just been having really bad luck lately and so I was like I was like and you know getting stuck in the elevator whatever and then I was like it's spooky season I guess like there's no other way there's no other reason or explanation Mm mm-mm our feminist highlight today is Narjis Mohammadi, and she's a prominent Iranian human rights activist who was recently awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. She has focused most of her career on women's rights, but overall human rights. She's currently serving a 10-year prison sentence for, quote, spreading anti-state propaganda. They literally locked her up just because she's advocating. According to the New York Times, quote, even from inside prison, Ms. Mohammadi, 51, has been a, one of the most outspoken critics of Iran's government. She has organized protests and sit-ins as part of the uprising led by women that rocked Iran last year, written quest essays, and organized weekly workshops for women inmates about their rights. So she's in prison still. That was my she's question. in prison. She's been in prison for eight years. Okay. So she has two years left of her sentence. But I was also reading she hasn't seen her family I'm dead serious. She's literally locked away. And she has two kids and a husband. And she has not been able to see them. So she said in a written statement to the New York Times, quote, the global support and recognition of my human rights advocacy makes me more resolved, more responsible, more passionate, and more hopeful. I also hope this recognition makes Iranians protesting for change stronger and more organized. Victory is near. Dang, good for her. I know. She's locked up and still is advocating and okay the sad thing I'm thinking like especially if she can't see her family but she's like still advocating she's still like going forward she's only 51 that's not that old like her kids are probably growing up and they're not even it's so sad like that's ridiculous it's so sad 
we should try and call her from prison. And right? That would be so iconic. How cool would that be? Hey, girl. Can we Seriously. attend one of your workshops? Yeah, we're like, can we zoom in? Like, <laughs> please. But, wow, that's amazing. I just think she's doing such great work. And it really sucks that there's a lot of people in prison wrongfully. And I think it's a big problem. Mm-hmm. She should not be in prison. I know. I'm like, um what gave you the right exactly <laughs> like there are a lot of people that are in a prison lot of people wrongfully. wrongfully imprisoned yeah and like okay if you're gonna put her in prison for spreading anti-state propaganda just maybe you should look at yourself yeah i'm like take a look at the mirror okay come yeah. on iranian government <laughs> yeah well that's amazing i just think it's a really great example and i love that she was awarded the peace prize yeah i do too yeah So we'll post a little bit about her on the story, but I'll link the article that I referenced in the show notes. Yes. You know what's so funny? Remember when we first started the podcast and we would make posts about them? So we haven't done that in a while. And I was going to stop you just now and say, hey, we should start posting them on the story again. And then you said it. Yes. We're on the same wavelength. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Let's start posting them again. And we have a story highlight for Feminist Highlights. So you can go back there and look at all of our past ones, and then um, you'll obviously see the ones moving forward. But that's amazing. Let's get into these spooky stories. FYI, I have not read any of these. I'm very excited. Yeah, I told Ken's, like, I was like, do not read the stories, because I was just trying, I was trying not to, like, get too detailed, but just, like, make sure it was, like, an interesting story. Um, But I'm really excited. So do you want to read the first one? Sure. Okay. So I was sleeping, and in the middle of the dream, a character of my dream who was doing something turned her head, looked at me very seriously, and said, There's someone in your apartment. Wake up. I nearly had a goddamn heart attack, and my apartment was empty. (laughs) Okay, right when I said, so I was sleeping, immediately I wanted to bow out. (laughs) That was so scary. Literally, like, I'm when I read it, I imagined, like, you know, just like a carrot, and then it's like, there's someone in your apartment. Wake up. That's her spirit guide. That's one of her spirit guides. It is. Okay, so this is actually not scary then. This is just spooky because it's a spirit guide protecting. Her. I want more context though. Did she? Oh, she said she woke up and her apartment was empty. Okay, that's scary though. Yeah. Was someone trying to scare her? Okay, so then yeah, we're going back to it being spooky. It could be either. It, either way, I'm scared. Yeah. I Isn't that like scary? That. I don't like that. I know. That. I don't like that either. I think I'm blessed with not really remembering my dreams. Yeah. I feel like I go through periods where, like, I will get, not messages, but, like, something my subconscious needs me to hear in the dream or my higher self or my spirit guides or whatever. Um, but I genuinely have not been remembering my dreams for the last few weeks. That's so weird. Do you feel like it was after we got back from Ian on Fire? No. Okay, because remember we went to Holly's workshop about dream journaling? Yes. Ever since then, my dreams have been more vivid, and I'll wake up remembering certain aspects. I don't really remember anymore, but, like, Mm -hmm. it'll linger with me. That never happens. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's kind of crazy. I – it wasn't right after, but lately – it's. I think it's been the past, like, three weeks, and I have these two recurring dreams that I don't actually remember the concept of either of them. But I remember the way they make me feel, and it's That's really scary. And I know that there's the two recurring ones. 
Like I know for a fact. That so you don't remember what's happening, but you remember the feeling. Yeah. And they're both two different feelings. I think that's intentional so that you don't get scared. It is. Yeah. It is. But yeah, it's a recurring dream. Like there's something inside of me that's got to get out. So. It's so scary. <laughs> also, side note. Um, I told, I just, I said this earlier, but like I've been having the worst luck. Literally earlier, like after I came back from the elevator situation, I'm calling it the entrapment because it's, it's an dramatic. entrapment. Um, but after the entrapment of 2023, <laughs> the great entrapment, I literally came in, I went to go throw something away in my little trash can and I walked past my little like crystal tarot area where I put them all. And I literally was like, I feel like I need to ask, like, what's going on, <laughs> you know? And, like, sage. Yeah. Because, like, I was just like, what is going on? I'm literally, like, the curse is back. Yeah. For you. For me. Yeah. I hate You're that. like, not me. Um, don't include me in that. <laughs> okay, that was a side <laughs> note. But, um, okay, next story. I was sitting in my room after getting out of work on the second floor. Little brother is downstairs watching TV. The dog is in the hallway outside my door sleeping. All of a sudden, the dog starts making all kinds of racket, jumping ra- jumping around, barking, clacking nails, howling. I go to get up and see what's up, and I hear, Oh, that's a good girl, in a male voice. It didn't sound like my little brother, so I go, Oh, you're home early, thinking it is my dad's friend slash our roommate. As I open the door... as I open the door soon as I'm out there there is no one at all but the dog wagging her tail staring at the empty end of the hallway little brother comes upstairs to yell at me for getting his dog riled up and said he heard some voice thinking it was our roommate thinking it was me or our roommate we did a once over the house with a butterfly knife and his bb gun and there was nobody still gives me the spoofs to this day I hate that isn't that one that's so scary no 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 not the dog still wagging its tail. So did it say the dog was barking or it was just like riled up, like excited? The dog was barking, riled up, like how it would act if there was a person there. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. And I wonder if it was somebody that the dog had known before. Because then the dog was fine. <laughs> You're really coming up with <laughs> really analyzing this. <laughs> no, but like. Do you know what I mean though? Because why would the dog be so anxious and barking and then wagging its tail? True. Ew, that's so scary. true. Wait, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. I don't like that. We'll move on. <laughs> All right. A few years ago, I was home alone at nighttime. I was watching TV in the living room when I heard the doorbell ring. Whenever I hear the doorbell ring, especially when I'm home alone, I'm cautious to answer it. I walk up to the peephole without turning on the porch light so they don't know if anyone is actually home or not and look through. It's really dark, but I can see a small figure, more like black blob. I don't know. It's definite shape and had to be around three to four feet doing a dancing motion, dipping down and oscillating its, quote, arms outward. Think of a person moving their arms like wings gracefully. It was dark outside, but this figure was more opaque so I could see this going on. After a few seconds, I stopped looking through the people because it was too freaky to look at. I regained some courage and looked back through and whatever it was was gone. To this day, I still don't know what that was and I get freaked out thinking about it. That is weird. Yeah. I'm a little skeptical about that one. Really? But it is weird. It's weird. I'm imagining the TikTok filter 
I think it was Dobby or like that little weird oh, thing yes, dancing. That's what Same. I was picturing. But it's opaque. So it's like kind of translucent. It's so and weird. that seems ghosty. That's so weird. And I always wonder when people are like, I was just like chilling at home and my doorbell rang or like I heard a noise. It's like, why? What's their motive? What are these spirits, creatures' motives? Honestly, I think that they're, if they're on the earth, they have, like, some unfinished business. If they're just, like, hanging out. And so, like, I think they're, like, it could be, like, a little kid ghost who's just being playful. Oh, and, like, doorbell ditching, you know? Like, that's kind of cute. That's, that's how I think of it. But, but that's my point of view. You know? And it's so weird. Yeah, no, like I, I don't think that was this. I think that was scary, but <laughs> I, I do not like that. <laughs> Instead of just reading scary stories, we should have just done like, is it scary or is it good intention? Because we just keep judging if it's actually scary like, or if wait, it's a maybe. good ghost, <laughs> right? No, that's scary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, next one. Once when I was a kid, 10 or 11, my great-grandfather was getting pretty near death because his wife had died about a month or so before, so we all knew. Isn't that sad? Mm. Anyway, he kept... <laughs> anyway. That was me. so Chanel. It was. It was. <laughs> These are my minions. <laughs> I don't know no. their names. I don't, I don't want, want to know, know their names. names. I'm Chanel number one. Obvi. <laughs> okay. Um... Anyway, <laughs> he kept telling everyone that he was seeing weird things and no one believed him. They just wrote it off to his old age. See, I'm like, I don't want to get old. I don't either. Because, like, you're the like. The more I think about it, being old sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, okay, so they wrote it off to his old age. They're like, Grandpa, come on. <laughs> you're <laughs> just messing. And no one believed him. <laughs> um, most of them didn't turn. So him being the way he was, he took out his Polaroid camera and started taking pictures of things around his house. Most of them didn't turn out, but one did. This has burned in my memory. It was a picture of the TV, which was turned off, and it looked like a shadow on the screen, but it clearly wasn't. It looked like a person, but had four distinct fingers that were pointed at the end of both arms. <laughs> and I kid you not, it had a halo over its head. It was weird, though, because it wasn't how they're always depicted in movies and stuff. It was almost like a horseshoe, but it went from shoulder to shoulder and had perfect triangles inside. My The head was turned completely sideways to the right so you could see its outline. My entire family saw it. My aunt said, it looks like a monster, which I'll never forget. <laughs> Later on, we asked my grandmother where the picture was, assuming she wouldn't be insane and throw it away. And she completely denied the whole thing. She kept saying she didn't know what we were talking about. I can probably draw a picture of it. That's weird. I want photo evidence, but it is very weird. Mm -hmm. I always wonder that when I'm taking a Polaroid. Yeah. Because a lot of people, when they tell their paranormal experiences, it's in a picture. And a lot of times, a Polaroid. Yeah. That's so Spooky. weird. But like... I believe, I mean, obviously they all saw it, but I believe it because it's like, 
okay, why is he going to start taking his Polaroid out and exactly. taking pictures? He was serious. Like, everyone was just like, oh, Graham, <laughs> like you said. But, like, he seriously was like, no, let me show you. That's terrifying. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts sharing spooky stories, and so this is scaring me more. Yeah. I listened to one today, and they, like, the listener sent in a picture, and it's burned in my head, and I'm so scared. It's always so interesting to see the pictures because I'm like, how many different types of spirits are there? Like, they all look so different all the time. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Um, I have a picture included for one oh, of them. you do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I love. That's what I love. Okay. Next one. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. It's 2023, and it's time to really prioritize our mental health this year. No matter where you are in life, everyone can benefit from therapy. Whether you need to work through trauma or just need a safe person to talk to, BetterHelp is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service. Get matched with a professional licensed therapist in your state who you can trust. BetterHelp has options to communicate with your therapist via chat, email, or video, and you can message them at any time to get help. BetterHelp is giving our listeners 10% off if you sign up using the link in our show notes. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, or just need someone to talk to, try BetterHelp today by clicking the link in our show notes or go to betterhelp.com slash rtafpod to get 10% off today. My grandmother lives in a very old house, late 1700s. Side note, I'm never living in an old house. Ever. Honestly, I'm never doing a fixer-upper. <laughs> Don't count me into that. But, like, if you if you live in a house, if you live anywhere that's been lived in, there can be energy. But, yeah, old, like, I get that. I'm not living there. Yeah. Okay. Not, not the 1700s. Like, that's, no. How much history Yeah, there happened? was a lot of bad stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My grandmother lives in a very old house, which is surrounded by graveyards on both sides. The other day, my friend who I hadn't seen for months arrives at my house. We're walking along the old cobblestone driveway when he begins talking about his newfound spirituality, not in a religious context, but with regards to feeling tuned into things. I believed him. He had been away at a drug treatment program, and I believed that he had experienced some kind of cerebral slash spiritual awakening. Anyways, as we were talking, my cat walks over to us and starts rubbing up against my leg. After a while, I realize she won't quit and that she is trying to tell me something. I start to follow her, and soon I realize she's going to the graveyard. Every time I stop following her, she turns around and rubs my leg until I begin walking again. When we finally get to the graveyard, she jumps up on a gravestone, balancing on the slender part of the gravestone, and will not move. She begins hissing when we try to take her off the headstone. We realize that the grave was someone who lived and died in our house. My friend took this picture of the cat on the gravestone. It says show picture. I need to see the picture. Okay. Apparently TikTok has just been open on my phone on the ground this whole time. What? Um, are you ready? What? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... The cat is hissing. And, I, like, the cat looks scary. It's a black cat. I actually like this story. I think the spirit was definitely trying to be like, hey, like, you're living in my house. I don't think it's a scary thing. Yeah. It's just creepy. I also think because it was a black cat, like, obviously black cats are spiritual. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that I have a black you cat. You do. <laughs> but, yeah, we will post it on the story. Um, 
but yeah, you can tell it's hissing. And like, that's such a specific picture that, that like, that's real. Yeah. Also, I'm like, why would you have a graveyard in the backyard? I know you can't move it, but like, why would you graveyard? It was on both sides of the house. I think the house was built before and they were like, oh, here's some land. We need a graveyard. (laughs) They're like, uh, this is government property. (laughs) So we're building a fence around you. That sucks. Imagine. It does suck. All right. Next one. One day while doing my laundry, one of the lights blew out in my basement. My basement is set up so that the laundry room is split from the other side of the basement with a wall and a door. In order to get upstairs, you have to exit the laundry room and go through the other part of the basement. So the light blew in the other part, not the laundry room. As it was the only light on this side, it was pretty dark. I finished the laundry I had to do while dreading the walk through the dark basement. I don't like this. I exit the laundry room, get halfway through the basement, and I hear a loud cackle. Imagine a sound people make when they imitate a witch. Take that and imagine that the witch had been smoking for 50 years, making her voice deeper and hoarser. This is what I heard clear as day right behind me. I did not look, hesitate to... I did not hesitate to bolt for the stairs. I waited until my father got home and then changed the bolt. I haven't yet... I have yet to hear the cackle since, and I have not told a single person in my house about it. Honestly, she's a real one for that. Or she you. is. I'd be like, yes, what just happened to me? Yeah. Um, That's so scary. That one is spooky. See, what's the motive for that spirit? Yeah, I'm like, come on. You just want to cackle and scare someone? <laughs> like, come on. That's so scary. Yeah, that that one scared me. I don't like that. Because you know the very specific run when you turn the yeah, light off no. and you sprint up the basement <laughs> stairs? Yeah. Two like, at a time. Oh, <laughs> scary mm-hmm. all right next one i got home from work late one night was walking onto my front stoop when i walked right into this huge spider web at first i didn't think much of it until i looked down and saw about 20 to 30 baby spiders all over me i started freaking out then noticed the parents sitting on my front door <laughs> the parents i thought that was so funny okay. they were huge bigger than a quarter so of course i did not want to use my front door i run to my back door throw all of my clothes off and jump in the shower <gasps> I then watch as baby spiders begin falling out of my hair. I ew, feel like there's spiders ew, all over ew, me. Ew, ew, Okay, this feels, like, so symbolic. Why? Something must have been happening to her, like, oh, the spiders? bad luck or something. Yeah. Right? Spiders, That's ominous. Spiders are known as, um, like, a sign. Yeah, they mean something. They like, mean if you something. dream spiders, yeah, something's gonna happen. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny how they were like, and the parents sitting on my front porch. I was like, hey. (laughs) All right. Okay. This is our last one. Not really a story, but I've noticed that almost any time I'm walking alone at night through my town, streetlights turn off as I pass them. Not all of them, but enough to make me think something wants me to be in the dark. Ooh, I just got chills. Yeah, I'm like, why would you put it that way? I just got chills really bad. I need a blanket. <laughs> I can't. That's kind of pick me. Honestly, I think the way they ended it is pick me. But they said, like, it's happened enough times to where I'm starting to notice it. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, it's giving, like, Harry Potter or something. Kind of. You it's know? like you have, like, a born darkness in you or something. Yeah. Wait, is that Harry Potter? Um, 
Yeah, because he, part of Voldemort is literally in him. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, the little, like, shriveled up at the end? No. You know what, you know what I'm talking about? Part of his soul. I do know what you're talking about in Goblet of Fire. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> That's Voldemort. <laughs> how do I not know the plot of Harry Potter? I don't even know how it ends. Are you serious? Like, I just, because I didn't read the books, and I haven't seen the movies in forever. I love Harry Potter. I, I can know. tell you a lot of stuff. I know. When you, okay, our friend was over the other night, and you guys were talking about Harry Potter, and I was like, it is spooky season, and, like, why do I kind of want to, like, watch them all again? Because I haven't It's Harry them. Potter rewatch season. Yeah. So, I might be down. They're just so good. <laughs> yeah. Part of Voldemort's... Whoa. <laughs> Voldemort's soul is literally in Harry. How? When he tried to kill Harry when he was a baby. Part of his... Like, Harry is a horcrux. Okay, I'm going to need to ask you a few questions after this because I could go on and on and on, but I'm, like, thinking, I thought they had to destroy all the Horcruxes. They did. They so, did. I, you know what? Of course the good guys win. Okay, I don't really <laughs> remember, like, how they beat that. <laughs> oh, Harry's just more powerful. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's magic. It's been a while for me, too. Just like me. I'm like, ask me anything. I can tell you some things. <laughs> but I do know that. Like, Harry's more powerful than Wolf. He comes out the stronger wizard. Okay. That's what happens. Okay. Oh, speaking of, I took my official Harry Potter house test. Yes. And I was Hufflepuff. Yes. You're Hufflepuff. So- I'm Ravenclaw. <laughs> Somehow I feel like Hufflepuff is like the worst one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I feel it's obvious, like Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw are obviously the underdogs. Hufflepuff is like, to me, it's like the weirdest <laughs> Because, like, Ravenclaw is, like, the smart ones. Okay. Gryffindor is, like, the brave, like, divergent. They're, like, the dauntless, kind of. Yeah. In my mind. Slytherin is obviously, like, more dark, evil vibes. Yeah. What even is Hufflepuff? I need Wait, to. Wait, I'm looking at Hufflepuff qualities. Hey, um, do you know what your boyfriend's is? Or you said his name. Yeah, Khalil. Like, do you know who what Khalil's is? I don't. Okay, you know, I thought it was so funny when I asked Kendrick what his was, and he said, um, I almost said Scorpio. He said Slytherin. I was going to say, I feel like he'd be a Slytherin, but I'm going to tell him to take the test. Tell him. Or he probably has. He loves Harry Potter. Okay. This is, oh, the most admirable Hufflepuff treats. Oh, Cedric Diggory. Yeah. Okay. okay. So... I'm always a team Edward Gurley, and yes. it, it shows. Through okay, through. so Hufflepuffs rarely start arguments and avoid confrontation. Okay. They produce the fewest dark wizard wizards. Okay. They value hard work, kindness, and fairness, mm-hmm. and they tend to stay towards the light. They are fair and hardworking individuals. Why is this perfect? Um, they are all rounders with abilities in various subjects from herbology to potions. Oh, that's so cool. I like it. That's cool. And Luna Lovegood is a Hufflepuff. Oh, slay. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Wait, look do you at, want me to look, look at, at the Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw? <laughs> this is so fun. Wait, I love this. Okay. Ravenclaw treats. All right. Are you ready for yours? 
Yes. You're Let right. me correct myself. Luna Lovegood is a Ravenclaw. Um, excuse me. You might get on the bad side of the Harry Potter rights. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My apologies. Time to rewatch with me. <laughs> um, Ravenclaw is the smart house. Um, values are learning, wisdom, wit, and intellect. Students are academically motivated and creative thinkers. They can be eccentric and curious. They always are seeking to learn more. Passion for learning. Okay, so Ravenclaw's the weirdos. That's what I get to hear. <laughs> they are logical and rational, but also think outside the box. Yeah, because I'm like, um, there's no big Ravenclaw as a picture. Well, Rowena Ravenclaw. I don't know who that is. She has one of the Horcruxes. Her crown is one of the Horcruxes. And she founded oh. Ravenclaw. Oh, wait. I think, is this guy a Ravenclaw? Gilderoy Lockhart. Yes. <laughs> I want to I wanna play Harry Potter Clue. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'll get into this later because now I'm super interested. It's like, um, like horoscope. It's just so fun to go down a rabbit hole because... It's such a fun world. Yeah. Remember when we went to Harry Potter world? Yeah. That was so fun. Okay, me and Kendrick were looking at Legos the other day. Um, we were just, like, screen sharing on the Lego store. Because um, he likes Legos, and he they have the, a bunch of the adult Legos. Uh-huh. And he has, like, big rocket ships that he's built and stuff. So I was like, how fun would it be to go to Target and do, like, we each pick out a Lego set for each other, and then oh, we cute. build them together? That's cute. Yeah. So anyways, we were talking about the Harry Potter world and the Lego sets there. And then I was like, I literally went to Harry Potter world and like, imagine being the one to create that entire world. Literally. And now there's roller coasters based off it and people who literally make it their entire personality. That's so cool. Imagine being that creative. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So JK Rowling was a Ravenclaw. (laughs) Yeah, she was for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that was so fun. That's funny that you said that because I added to my little shared list of things to do together, build a Lego set. No way! That just sounds so fun. It's just fun. Like It's like doing a puzzle. Exactly. You just put on music, get a drinkity drink. Mm-hmm. And like more and more lately, you'll be really proud of me. I've been trying to be really mindful of, because I've had really bad brain fog lately. Um, and so I've been trying to be mindful of like not just turning my TV on just to have it on. Right. And so a lot of times lately I've just like found myself working on something and being quiet where normally I have to have something else going on, you know? Yeah. Just for like the background. Can never have silence. Yeah. Um, but where was I going with that? It was about the Legos. Oh, but I kind of like working on something but not being on a screen. Mm-hmm. So I think it would just be so fun to like build Legos like together and like listen to music and just talk or like if I did that on my own which I wouldn't do but like get a hobby that I can do with my hands that's not a screen but I can do while I'm watching a show you know crochet and try to teach me and I got too frustrated (laughs) I got like I spent money on like a set and everything and then I literally was like where is it I'll use it um Quinn has it oh Well, yeah, I think hobbies that don't revolve around screens are really important. Yeah, I'm like, this is so revolutionary. (laughs) It's not. But, like, I've been trying to be really mindful of that lately. That's so good. Yeah, because I'm like, um, sometimes I'm too – no, I'm always too overstimulated. Always. Like, we all are. I know. I literally have been putting my phone on Do Not Disturb the past few days. I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, 
I don't want constant notifications. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. I don't blame you. And not that I have to answer them right away, but just having it there is so anxiety invoking lately. No. So I, I think that's really good. I feel that. And like, I, a lot of the times, like during the day, like I've been like putting my phone up on the top of my desk when I'm working because sometimes I'll just like find myself on my phone and I'm like want or like wanting to go on my phone even. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I even like, I don't even have anything to do on there, but it's just like muscle memory, you know, literally. And so, yeah, I've been trying to do that too. Like either put it on, do not disturb and like have like a deep focus block or just like putting it up and listening to music. Um, so yeah, it's, we're so overstimulated, but yeah. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this spooky episode. That kind of got sidetracked. Yeah. But we're going to recap Halloween next week. So we'll get to tell you guys about our night. But stay safe. Stay safe. And have fun if you're going out on Halloween. If you are, props to you. Yeah. I'm working the next day and will not be participating. Mm -mm. But remember. We should watch a spooky movie, though. I want to. Let's have a movie night. Yeah. Yeah. We'll bake some fall treats or something. Yeah. Yeah. I've been wanting that anyway. Yeah. Like, I just want a fun, spooky night. Yeah. Let's chill. Yeah. Like, still celebrate. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll still celebrate. If you're not going out on Halloween, you can celebrate, too. Have a little movie night. We'll be doing the same. Yes. It'll be so fun. So, remember to follow us on our socials, which are in the show notes. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>